going on, everybody? We are back here with another episode of Bachelors in the City, and we are recapping episode three of The Bachelorettes. Bachelorettes with Gabby and with Rachel. I am literally quitting, was a line that Rachel said on this episode. I felt like both of The Bachelorettes were going to quit at some point on this recap. Emma, what did you think about this show? I took down the I'm literally quitting quote because I was like, that's how I feel anytime. There's like a minor inconvenience when we're working on this show. Like it's like, hey guys, can, can we push back the session 15 minutes? I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally quitting. Oh, wow. So Tell I me really, how you really feel, Emma. With- okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever. Let's yeah. get into it. That's the breakdown. Let's do the recap real quick, guys. Hey, yo. Let's start off with the Rachel 101 with Zach. Yes. Holy smokes. That was touching. I was not expecting that at all. I don't know what I was necessarily expecting, but didn't feel like a lot of the other dates we saw. It had a lot 100%. of different parts. It started with Queer Eye's Karamo. Mm-hmm. I on. love Karamo. Oh my gosh. Queer Eye is like one of my favorite shows on Netflix. And I, I love Kar- Karamo. Oh my God. I can't get enough of that guy. He's great. He does like the soul touch with people, get, gets them more in tune with themselves to love themselves and to swags them out a bit. I'm sorry. I just kind of went crazy. Um, continue though. <laughs> no, big fan. I, it was a very cool date. It was something that, you know, a lot of times dates are, you know, recycled in a certain, you know, extent, you know, from season to season. But I don't, I don't recall this kind of date ever, ever happening. Yeah. It was a new feel. Yeah. It was a lot of different components that all, like, I couldn't categorize the date right away. Cause usually you're like, oh yeah, well, here comes this date that we've seen. Right. This one had a lot of different parts to it where they had this like nice conversation with Karamo and they got pedicures and then he dressed them up and they tried on a bunch of I funny I would have been and so then, bad if I was on that date with the pedicures, I would have been freaking out. Can't do pedicures. Oh yeah, you're toenail. anti-feet, aren't you? Sensitive I have the most sensitive guy. toenails in the world, so I'm I'm lucky I didn't have to do that. But anyways, already done. Derail here. <laughs> so they get to like dress up in all of these like cool pieces. They all are obviously very particularly curated, and then they're in red carpet attire, and they go to a red carpet. And it seems like they're going to a movie, but then it's not a movie. It's a pianist. And then there's a slideshow and it might be the cutest thing ever. That was a really cute. Yeah, very, uh, it's very like, touching. Well, first of all, let me say, just dressing up like movie stars, like going on the red carpet, that is freaking awesome, like of a date. Could you imagine if there was a service to where you could take your girlfriend or boyfriend to that service where you guys feel like movie stars, you have the paparazzi just... Without cameras there, just like you just do it Without cameras, right? Is that where you're getting at? Oh my God, Peter. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It was, <laughs> Jesus, that really isn't, no one thinks that's funny except me. All right. Oh man. But yeah, I it's thought- It's an interesting thought. I get it. Okay. If there are no cameras, what is The Bachelor? Lay that uh, thought okay. to bed. Put it to All bed. Right. <laughs> Good night. Uh, but, yeah, no, su- super cool date. Yeah, I thought it was really, I'm going to say this, guys. I, I don't say this often. Like last season with Michelle, I was like, if she doesn't pick Joe, she's going to miss out. I'm feeling this for Rachel right now. If she doesn't pick Zach, I feel like she's gonna miss out. That's what. That's all I'm gonna say. I think does Zach, Zach not remind you so much of Mateo. Just he you does tell me actually. Okay, yeah. Thank you. I I yeah. keep seeing him and I'm like, that's Mateo. That's Mateo. But yeah, I I second that. I think that Zach is clearly very very honest with his feelings. You know what he's everything he's saying and it's all legit. He's definitely feeling it. Very smitten. Just seems like a, a quality person. You can you know just usually get that kind of vibe off of someone and. From their mm-hmm. first, you know, one-on-one, it was just a good, good dude, and I, I was happy for them. 
Yeah. They both got emotional. They both shared some tears. Yeah. It was so sweet. I found myself crying. I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't, like, I'm sobbing Mm -hmm. after his mom gives this speech about, I'm so proud of you and you're going to do so well. And just seeing their reactions to these videos. I thought the whole thing was a really touching date. And I was like, all right, ABC, you got me on this one. Nice work. Yeah. No, definitely the the perfect way for Rachel to rebound from last week's date and having that first one kind of go the way that it did. This was, you love to see it for her. Again, I think she's definitely smitten by him as well. And um, it's a good early front runner for Rachel. Pete, what did you think about the comment where they both watch planes take off? With their dads as kids. Man, I would have been right there, been the third wheel, sobbing with them. <laughs> I did that with my dad too, guys. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite airport? Huh? What, was your, uh, what was your favorite plane to watch? Hey, I obviously I'm all about the, uh, the love that, you know, the show is showing aviation again uh, with this season with Rachel and made me like Zach even a little bit more. He's a, he's a plane spotter guy. I, li- I like that. can appreciate it. Or, and he said his dad, what well, he wanted to be a pilot. And so it would always, from an early age, kind of instilled that in the kids. That's cool. I like Zach a lot. He's a- Yeah, Zach, Zach was like the Nate for Rachel. You know, like that good, solid, okay. There, I'd th- say that's this, fair. This is, that's a, a good, good comparison. Yeah. It's a good date. Um, there's, there's, there's a connection there forming. So moving on, Gabby goes- Yeah, while all this is happening, Gabby pops into the mansion. Yeah. Just, you know, see what's going on. How's it going, boys? Yeah. The guys are making like no effort to come up and talk to her. It's like they're broing out. And I get that it's an awkward situation. And I can see how that would be strange. But I also see where she's coming from of like, I'm the bachelorette, guys. You going to do something about it? Or are you just going to so, okay, throw the ball? Here's my thought on that. And yeah, they were throwing the football and everything. And you know, it wasn't necessarily what Gabby wanted to do. But when you're walking in, because it happens a couple of times always in the beginning of the season where you go and you meet all the whole house. And it's just- A large group. Yeah, it's just a large group. And you have- you know, I remember it was a couple times when it was like, what, 20 women in one room. It's, 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 it is, like you said, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable and weird. And I actually, I didn't enjoy that. I did not enjoy those moments where like they would send me in and I'd have to like, because it's like everyone's looking at you to what are you going to do? What conversation are you going to start with who? So it's not so much like you would think, you know, I'm speaking from my experience, the women would start, you know, showing me attention and 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 talking about whatever, trying to um, show interest here. Um, it's more, okay, eyes are on, on the lead here and, and what are you going to say? And you're kind of like leading that interaction and it's just, it's awkward. I remember I really did not enjoy those moments. I like being more one-on-one with less people. And I think, you know, that's a little bit of what Gabby saw it and it's just that awkwardness too. And, but listen, you know, if she, it's, if she was feeling that, like I said, you know, her feelings are all justified too. She's feeling what she's feeling, but I do think it's a little weird when there's that many people. I, I think that it does put the burden though on the group because yes, like when it's you surrounded by 20 men, like women, it's awkward, but it's like, you don't know who to talk to, women, like, you know, it's yeah, but how it's their prerogative to stand out in that capacity, I think. And so I think in this scenario, it was up to the guys to stand out to Gabby. It is their job in this position. If you want to play the game that you signed up for, your job is to stand out in the eyes of the lead. Mm -hmm. And so I think I get that she's upset that they didn't do that. And I also get why it'd be really, really awkward for everyone involved. But I think that that's what you have to do. I think you got to play the game all the way through. And when Gabby's there, and if you have a thing for Gabby, you're trying to chat to her. You're trying to get more of yourself in front of her so that she can choose you at the end of it. 
I agree with both of you. I think it's just really awkward. It's a, You're joining a group, so you're a group setting, and you just can't... I feel like the guys are just like, oh, she's hanging out with the guys. This is how the guys act kind of did. And then it's know? just this just, little bit like stepping on toes. It's like, yes, you could. You could just make it a one-on-one there and, and start having a conversation with her in front of the other 19 guys, but that... That then is a little awkward, and it's like you got a target on your back, a bad taste. It's just you take yeah. you take her away from the rest of the guys that are trying to. Yeah, it's. I, I don't target, think there's. So I don't think the there's a win-win. Win. There's yeah. There's a lose-lose, like you said. Yeah. yeah. To quote another show I'm watching, this isn't Friend Island. This is Love Island. Yeah. So it's not Friend Lorette. It's, yeah, but if you want your experience to like not be miserable. Yeah, you have some, you know, common respect and decency for. I guess that's fair. Yeah. You know, common decency shocks. Well, anyways, moving on. She didn't like that. We get, Go ahead. yeah, we get another one-on-one. This time it's Gabby. The quote card or the date card says, "Who said three is a crowd?" And we don't know what that means. Maybe Rachel's coming was my initial thought, and I was like, "God, this is so stupid. Why are they bringing Rachel on this date? It's not Rachel." Gabby's grandpa shows up. Love Did it. you guys go wild? I, I went it. wild. I love oh, it for sure. The grandpa Greatest brought cameo so, of the season. Yeah, he brought so much good energy. He was funny. I love a grandpa that curses. That's just something yeah, about it. You guys talk. Everyone so talks shit about me cursing. I guarantee you, I'm gonna be an old man cursing as well. It's just yeah, in well, my when blood. you're an old man, you have that. You've you've, you've earned it, right? The right oh, to do that oh, and, and okay, not be judged. Okay. okay? Well, uh, a young chicken here. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Young chicken. All right. Very cute uh, date, though. Grandpa, third willing, jumping in the Jeep, excited, yeah. doesn't know where they're going. I thought it was He's awesome. He's like, that was, uh, that was interesting. Was he does the meditation. Day. I was like, hey, good for him. I don't think my grandpa would do a sound bath. I think he would, uh, expletives abound, but he would be like, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. I'd be like, all right, cool. Well, Thanks for not being down for the bit, I guess. This grandpa, he was like, I wouldn't do it again, but yeah. it was an interesting experience. So <laughs> no, I kudos hope to him for doing new stuff. I hope we see more of him too later on in the season. Then they go bowling. Yeah. What did you think of that with uh, the gr- grandma that they hired? Is grandpa single or no? Yes. Yes. His, 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 wife, his wife passed away, right? Of I believe Over so. 50 years, I believe. Yeah. Man, what a good spinoff for, was it the, ba- the senior bachelor? Isn't that like a... Oh my I've God. heard talk about Gabby's that. Gabby's grandpa but, should be the senior bachelor. Yeah. He would be... Wow. He would be a bachelor. That would be, that would be the pick right there. I'd watch that. No, for sure. And that was, it was a cute date. It was, it was very fun. You know, grandpa getting his date and then the two of them getting a little alone time. They go to dinner, have their dinner portion. Gabby uh, opens up about her mom. Heard a little bit about this on The Bachelor uh, with Clayton's season. But she's obviously, it's difficult for her to talk about. Ends up having to walk away, take a moment to herself. And I think this was like the first time really for Gabby that you see the lead, which is normal, go and have these thoughts kind of run through their head of, like she said, what if she can't be loved, right? It's... I guess you get to that point and Mm -hmm. you had not found a relationship that, well, I guess specifically for her, she's talking about how difficult it is to not be loved, you know, by your mom and to have, you can't really explain it. No one really understands it if you've never been in that position and uh, your heart just, you know, just goes out to her like crazy. And it's like such a testament, in my opinion, just to her grandpa and her dad and the rest of her family, because she's just 
she, you know, we'll get into a little bit later about some of the stuff comments were made about her. But I real, I'm a big Gabby fan. I think, I think truly the mm. world of her, and I think she carries herself in just such a uh, a classy way, and it's just just a fan of her. And that's a huge testament to her family that kind of you know surrounded her with missing such a crucial part in her upbringing. Absolutely. Speaking of that, and I think we learned so much more about Gabby. And like you said, no, we think she's great. She's doing great as a lead. I didn't really learn that much about Eric, though. Did you guys? No, his name is spelled incorrectly. You could spell Eric E-R-I-C, E-R-I-K, maybe yeah. even E-R-I-C-K. His name is E-R-I-C-H. That's Erich. Erich, yeah. Well, Erich, I feel like we didn't really get the, I mean, I don't know what too much to say about him. I mean, he, I guess he was a good support. He was comforting. Yeah. 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 He was really like gentle in the moment that she needed it. I think that this is a lot of the commentary that we're able to make is based on like our own perspectives, right? Like obviously Peter having been the lead, you having been on The Bachelorette, but everyone has experienced a relationship that went poorly or like everyone kind of understands those relationship dynamics. I think for her to go and talk about her mom is not something that everyone can relate to as much. And I think that you see Eric struggling with that a little bit, but then also being there for her in an, like in a really intense moment where she is questioning this process, where she's questioning if it's possible for someone to love her, if so, like her mom wouldn't. And so I think that he did a really, really good job of dealing with that situation, even though I feel like we learned absolutely nothing with it, like about who he is as a person. He got yeah, the rose. I guess. I, I guess, guess in that specific that matters, date, right? it wasn't for um, that. That'll if this relationship continues to move forward, that that'll come. I think his place in that date was to not necessarily talk about himself, but to really be there, support uh, Gabby as she was kind of going through this moment yeah. and being, you know, very, very extremely vulnerable with him. So I think he did a good job of handling the situation. Like he played his role, I think, correctly in that. Is that foretelling Absolutely. though that we might not get to see that much more of him? I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Well, I mean, he got the rose, so we'll see him next week. Yeah. I, again, have to hype Bachelor data. I am on their emailing list. Mm -hmm. And last night before the episode came out, I got a watch guide, which showed all of the people who had been featured last episode, the two people who were getting the one-on-ones this week. And then it had like when they got kisses, it had spaces for you to write notes in the margins. This is like one of the best deliverables I've ever been handed. And it was free. And if people are not subscribed to this email list, get on it now. It's Incredible. Dang. Yeah, I, see, I keep seeing Nate's name. I'm getting tired of seeing Nate. Gosh. Like, this guy's getting so much airtime. Well, get, get used to it, man. <laughs> this guy's taking off. All right, we're going Speaking to the which, group date where Nate is a part of this group date. Franco. And so Franco's back. Franco you, you, is back. You guys uh, saw Franco at one point, didn't you? Dustin, you were on... What was uh, your... You were on the photo the photo shoot date? No, I didn't get... I had to... I was actually one of the guys the animals? That, no. I was one of the guys that actually didn't get a date... Either. I was like one of the token guys that didn't go on any group dates or get oh, any one-on-ones. That's right. That was my yeah. mom ass. It's the world's uh, smallest violin. Yeah. Anyways. But no, Fra- Franco's a, a seasoned vet and uh, always, it's always a fun date when uh, Franco's involved. Guys, this time, the guys are dressed as uh, super random things. We got a car wash, birth photo, family photo. We got pilot Rachel in the, uh, in the cabin of an airplane, nurse Gabby. And um, Adam and Eve, Leaf only. We got some proposals in your scene here, some thrusting of production, of thrusting some contestants into uh, a high position. You know, the, those two guys were very lucky to uh, be in that position. It wasn't necessarily like a, a joke 
kind of portion of the date, but they were serious. You, know, you could have been made meatball was the baby yeah. that they had to pretend to have. So like you could have gotten that role, but no, you were selected to do the proposal. Proposal. Yeah. And who nailed it? Nate. Who absolutely smashed that proposal? Mr. Yeah. Mitchell. If this is a uh, um, a sign of possibly a real proposal to come later on down the line, I think we're in for some tears. I was kind of just, and I'm going a little fast, you know, there was a great group date, Rose, and then we go on to the date at the end where Gabby, she was re- rejected by two men. And, you know, I, I was talking to Peter about this. Those guys, I don't, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. If you're going to, if you're not interested in someone, you don't have to go into details, you know? Oh, it, that was no, the most idiotic thing I've to, ever heard, like, ever. You don't need to go on so into bad. details. Rejection is already so bad enough, you know? You don't need to go into details. I thought that was very... It was hurtful. I'm sure that was hard to hear on Gabby's it's, side. It's, but yeah, I, I will say, I thought Nate should have got that group date rose. He was like her king. Like, he has always been there for her. He was saying all the right things, and she didn't want to give a group date rose out. And I... I I see why, but don't let these two guys, these dummies, be the reason, you know, for that. When you have kings in front of you that want to be with you, that are showing you, you know. Uh, Spoiler alert, come on. You know why they did that. That was what I, what I know. What do I that 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 then, that moment that was then so wild. Set up how the rest of the show is gonna go with them splitting up, you know, their journeys now and and, and doing the uh the roses. You know, obviously look who she gave the rose to first. Let me, me feed but... into the bullshit, Pete. Let me feed into the bullshit. All right, all right. <laughs> I see through the BS, but... They had the football stadium. Like This is where all of this stuff that Dustin clearly jumped over is happening. They're at SoFi Stadium, which I don't know if you noticed, they only mentioned SoFi once. Rachel says it. Other than that, when they show the stadium, you don't see SoFi. So SoFi didn't pay for this shit. Mm-hmm. Rachel's having a good night, which she deserves yeah. after the really crummy night that she had last episode and then what we all know is coming at the end of this episode she is running around playing with Avon and Gabby is getting pulled by all these guys yeah Hayden calls her rough around the edges why what's your guys take on that why I totally I respect everything the guy said before that comment rough around the edges but but why I don't you know when it's when it's vice versa when it's usually you know a lead breaking up with obviously this, this is unique but normally with the lead breaking up with a contestant unless it's like a villain or something where it's like uh you know stick it to them and like finally the person sees or something and and they can finally like you know say goodbye I don't think that you see a lot of leads like being that honest or how they actually feel and like you know it's just you're more cordial right it's just it's tough enough to end it with someone. I was shocked that that they were that honest, I guess. I think it's weird. Like, I I agree with you guys completely, especially the point Dustin was making of when you're ending something with someone, you don't need to give them a bullet list of all of the things that you perceive to be wrong with them. Right. I think that you can just be like, hey, I don't think that you're my person. Full stop. Don't continue. I think you're rough around the edges. I think that you're kind of crazy. I think that X, Y, Z. No. Just just putting the foot right on the neck. Just, Just go ahead and end it now. Just... Dude put his foot in his mouth. He posted on Instagram the day after apologizing and being like, I'm glad Rachel gave me another chance and I understand I fumbled my words on that one or something like that. And I was like, this is a bullshit apology. Kind of sounds like PR. Yeah. I feel bad. I felt really bad, actually. Sorry, Gabby. Shouldn't have to. But you know what? Ultimately, you know, it's 
it, it was, it, that definitely is tough. And, and to hear those kind of things, I mean, for sure, how could your confidence not take a hit and just, you know, mess with your emotions? But, you know, listen, ultimately, you don't want to be with someone that does not want to be with you. That's the most basic rule of breakups and, and trying to get over it. You, you got to realize that fact. And um, it's tough in the moment to see it, but, you know, she's one, two, three steps closer to, you know, maybe finding her actual person. And that's, uh, it's all about perspective, I think. And there are guys that's out there fair. that want to be with her too, so. Yeah, it's oh, not absolutely. like she doesn't have anyone there. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel gives the rose to Avon. Gabby goes, I'm not going to give a rose. And then she's like, well, I think we're done here. And she gets up and walks away. And yeah. it was just like the That's most awkward. hilarious moment where you could tell that it was so awkward for everyone. And Gabby was like, well, I'm done. And got up and left. Mm-hmm. Rachel follows her. They talk about it. And it's like, so what's going on? And she's like, these guys are not, they're saying some out-of-pocket stuff. This is not what I signed up for. And then we get the decision as Peter inferenced that we are breaking up into guys pursuing Rachel and guys pursuing Gabby. So we're about to go into the rose ceremony. The cocktail party gets canceled. Before we get to that point, there's a commercial. ABC is swinging with these commercials. If you're watching this show all alone tonight, wishing you had your soulmate by you, apply to the show. It's like, who is writing this? Who approved this? What do you guys think of these out-of-pocket ads? I missed it because I watched it on Hulu. Keep watching Hulu, yeah. Yeah. You're missing out, man. I think it's... Yeah, I, I guess it's, I don't really think the show has any issues with women applying for the show, but I think they're just trying to be funny, trying to get creative. Who knows? I don't know. I'm sure it's they- It's pot stirring. We're talking about it. That's so true. I guess. Yeah. Successful. I guess this is your sign. If you're thinking about signing up to go on The Bachelor, do it. Do it. Or don't. Maybe don't do <laughs> it with the, uh, with two, two again. I think- uh, Maybe stick I think to this is bad. going on with one person, but we'll, I'm excited to see now, now that, or I guess I'm more curious to see when they say now they're going to do their own journeys. Well, what does that mean? I mean, I know they're going to start traveling. I think the preview showed they're going to Paris. And so, you know, I, I guess, are they going to just, the guys now aren't going to see the other group of guys. Like they're going to stay in a different hotel and just essentially do their own season now by themselves and uh, maybe occasionally see each other. I'm curious to see what they mean by their own journeys here, the being on one show. But Rachel kind of unfortunately has a rough night there with the rejected Oof. roses. That's really got to be, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in her position and like, damn, that really does have to suck, you know, to in front of everyone and people like, yeah, no, sorry. It's like, there's no nice way to say that. Again, they have to be upfront and honest, but it is going to hurt no matter what, right? Rejection, that's going to hurt. So yeah, I guess what we damn, have three, yeah. Tremaine, Alec, yeah. meatball. So if you guys scroll down, I grabbed this from Bachelor Data, all of the people who are officially moving forward yeah. on both sides divided up. It looks like Meatball comes back, even though he rejects the rose initially, because at the end they're like, oh, I mean, I don't know why I uh, made that decision. I obviously want to pursue things with you. And I'm like, that seems kind of like a red flag to me. <laughs> I don't know if I'd let you back. But I- then her numbers were also way down because three people didn't accept yeah. her rose. I was at first thinking, man, Meatball's kind of reaching, in. he? He's kind of reaching for this. But then again, it's like, you know, production is always behind everybody coming back, everybody doing something. So like, as Peter's point, it definitely seems like a BS move by production of bringing someone back to kind of even out the numbers. But I don't know. What do you think, yeah. Mr. Weber? 
I mean, they, yeah, you had, you had to do that just logistically speaking. But yeah, I remember seeing actually before they showed that last segment there where he came, came back, I think there was a scene where he's telling Rachel something like some gossip around the house. And I was like, wait, what? And his meatball come back. And then they show obviously why he's in that scene. But I, I mean, to be fair, I, I know he was like, listen, I just didn't really, I didn't get a chance to actually talk to you. Like I thought maybe it was, it was mm-hmm. Gabby. So like, listen, got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Like, do I see him and, and Rachel ending up together at the end? No, I don't think so. But there is like, you, he was so out of, he'd had no control in that point. When he gets called up by Rachel, it's like, okay, he's really not feeling her. If, you, if he's feeling Gabby more, he has to say no and take the chance. And that's what he did. Good on him. And uh, now he'll have a chance to pursue Rachel. So my question walking away from this episode is we're down to nine guys each. It's week three and we're ending with nine guys each, how is that going to work? Because Dustin, you were in the top like seven, right? Yeah, some, something like but that. that was like halfway through the season. That's true. Now we're at a point where they only have nine people and next week's episode four. Mm-hmm. That's kind of wild. Do you think that it's giving them more opportunity to explore deeper relationships with people? Maybe get Good more point. one-on-one time with the people? Or do you think that yeah, well, 100%. it has ripped them out of an experience where they had no. 30 people that could have been their person. No, I think I think what you said before, I I remember I, I couldn't wait to, to get down to the people that I was just actually, like I wanted the, the smaller amount of numbers, the better. And, you know, fo- mm-hmm. it allows you just to focus more on actually real connections that you have there and not just, you know, it's tough in the beginning. You can't let go of everyone because you have to have enough people on these, on these fun group dates and for the entertainment factor. But to actually see the connection, it's like, it's distracting. You want to just like, no, I, I want to focus on who actually I like. So I think this actually benefits them. Obviously, it's not going to shrink any of the episodes now just because we still have 18 total people, which is around what you mm-hmm. would have going into episode four with a single lead. But I think this is going to benefit them. They're going to get more one-on-one time, more just more time in general with each uh, person individually. And yeah, it's going to help them. Can we go ahead, can, should we go ahead and give our predictions? I think Nate's going to go pretty far. Can I say that? Am I allowed to throw that one out there? Is that crazy? I don't think. Crazy. I mean, he's no, got I'm right more there with you. He's got almost equal amount of screen time as the leads. Right now, I don't. I, I don't see anybody that I would say is better for Gabby than Nate. Do you see anyone leapfrogging him from that other, that previous episode? I don't. A- absolutely not. I'd be shocked not to. But it it kind of rubbed me the wrong way that Gabby didn't give Nate the group date rose. You know, he was. I kind of felt the same way. Just he nailed that speech, that proposal. Yeah. Like you could tell that she was actually like flustered and he he killed it. I was like, wow, okay, way to like know your role on this date and way to ace the limited time that you get with the lead. I thought that that deserved the rose. I get that she was really, really shook up at the end of everything and that totally changed her night. Still think Nate deserved the rose. He deserved it. And I hate gassing Nate up. Like, guys, it kills me to give him so many compliments. Trust me. But Nate, did kill it. And I'm just, he deserved a rose and Gabby didn't give it to him. I, I just kind of, it rubs me the wrong way. So maybe it made me feel like maybe Gabby's not intonate like that. She's, it kind of seemed like Gabby w- is waiting for someone else to step up that she's really interested in, if that makes sense to me. I mean, if that makes sense to you like Right now she has the natural, like the the strongest connection with Nate, but just because of the timing and how he was like the first one, is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? I feel like she's got her eye on someone she wants. And she's really disappointed because maybe that person's not stepping up. Okay. That's fair. You guys are all over the Reddit thread again for discussing the episode last night because you guys are now considered 
the connections to Nate. And so people are like, I don't know, Nate. Why do we care about Nate? Like, we don't, he's been, it's episode three. Why is he on a pedestal? And they're like, oh, well, Dustin was friends with him back in eighth grade and he's a bang up dude and you should listen to Bachelors in the City podcast. So I figured that you guys would like to know that you're all over the message boards again at this point. I love that. You know, it's also funny, like, I don't think really ABC likes us too much. And for Nate to get a good edit and they know no. and they know that he comes from our circle. <laughs> I mean, that says a lot. They're like probably you like, would th- they're probably like so nervous, <laughs> like treading so carefully. I'm surprised they haven't rubbed his name in the dirt, you know, from us. But that's Nate. No, he's affiliated with Justin and Peter. Oof, red flag right there. No, but he's I mean, listen, everything you're seeing is 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 who he is, and there's a reason that. He is getting such a good edit, and uh, I, we, you know, it's funny. I just, I just had a, uh, I just got off another podcast, and we were talking about it was with Embassy Social, and you know, we we're talking about they're asking me questions about differences from the Bachelorette to the Bachelor, and you know, the different roles and how, what's the main difference? And right now, going through in the Bachelorette, you know, and I'm very, I can relate to Nate. You know, it's when you're not the lead, if you just are a stand-up person, you just be who you are and you're not an asshole and you have a connection with whoever the lead is, it's going to be all love. It's going to be, you know, if you're not cast as maybe like a villain or a, a funny guy or anything like just an actual person looking for a relationship, it's really hard to kind of get a bad edit or, you know, be hated on. You're not the one that is making the calls that people then have just opinions on later on of, well, no, they shouldn't have done that or they should have done, you're not making any decisions except I guess, you know, this season's a little different because you kind of are. But for the most part, you only get those kind of critics when you're on the lead side. And Nate is killing it. So what do we think about Rachel side? I think the three dudes for Rachel that stand out are Avon, Zach, and Tino. Tyler's in the mix, but not really. I think that Zach mm-hmm. and Tino especially, because like, I remember he stood out early on. I think Avon's doing well. I'd say that those are my top three for Rachel. How about you guys? For sure, Zach. If I feel like if she oh, yeah. doesn't pick Zach, I think she's missing out on something great. I'll say that. Yeah, I see that. I think Jordan Jordan H is is definitely uh, really serious about her as well. We'll see uh, if that kind of grows anymore. But I definitely agree. I think Zach for me is a front runner, and uh, right now Nate's the front runner for uh, for Gabby. I would agree with that. I am looking forward to now. Hopefully, seeing the women pitted against each other a little bit less in the coming episodes. Yeah. I think that it's already in a bit of a buzzkill that they have to share the spotlight. And yes, that allows them to get to know each of their people a little bit more, mm-hmm. but it doesn't allow us to really get to know the lead as much yeah. because we're having to get to know two leads. I hope that it's smoother for them, even though it looks like Logan's going to try to jump ship from Rachel's team to Gabby's yeah, team. And I don't see that going well. No. Do not think that'll be a good call if that's the case, but it's going to be great TV. Great TV. TV. That's three episodes in the book. Thank you guys for following along. And uh, who are your guys' front runners? Who are we we feeling? Let us know. All right. We'll catch you next time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? 
DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.